Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Do you remember that time I, we started talking and I hadn't pressed the call? <laughs> it was quite good as well, I seem to remember. <laughs> oh, we're doing really well. Oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome to How to Cope. Every episode, writer Becky Howard, that's me, and my friend psychotherapist Lucy Clyde will be talking about how we can look after our mental health during the coronavirus crisis and beyond. Because whatever type of pandemic you're having, it's hard on all of us. So let's try and get through it the best way we can by talking. This week, we're talking about how to cope with fracture and frustration. I wanted to start by... uh, talking about the fact that we have now seen each other in real life which is tremendously exciting isn't it it is tremendously exciting and I think the first time for for the whole of lockdown so it's, it was thrilling actually yeah yeah it's we went for a socially distanced walk because we are responsible um rule followers aren't we yes yes we really are yes very responsible <laughs> and following all the rules indeed um and it's just that thing you know obviously people are starting to see their friends more and more um, especially out of doors and it is that loveliness of getting the sense of someone uh, which you just don't get in mm. this weird digital world we all live in um, and yeah it's just lovely isn't it is that it's that great vibe oh yeah no it's and it's, it's there's it's a reminder isn't it that you can't as handy as screens are and all that stuff that you just can't replicate mm you know yeah. real human interaction and it's and it's nice and we're all doing very well and all that kind of stuff but oh my goodness me you just want to see a real human being sometimes don't you so it's yeah. absolutely or many gorgeous. or many as many as many as I can yeah uh, within you know the the the, the allowed parameters the appropriate. which actually to be honest I don't think any of us are quite sure what that is because oh, the I'm, rules change thick and fast don't they I'm a bit lost I have to say yeah yeah, yeah, I don't understand anymore. Mm. Like, can I have a party, but as long as my both my parents aren't there, is it something like that? And and they're in a bubble of something. I don't know. I really have no idea. Maybe anymore. outdoors, but not sharing cups. And I don't know if we have to wear masks. I <laughs> and everyone has to go and wee in a bucket, but a different bucket because they can't come in your house. Yeah, they can't go. And you, oh no, I know. And <laughs> the separate hand towels. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm so confused about all this. So I think a socially distanced walk was, you know, the simpler option. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and that actually does feed into what what we're going to talk about today, because obviously, you know, things are changing um, and they're changing at a pace and everything feels quite fractured. 
And the, the way we're kind of feeling about this is that, especially in the first couple of months of lockdown, it was extremely uh, rigid and clear, wasn't it? And we all had that sense, you know, we're all in this together. And that was kind of keeping everyone afloat a little bit, wasn't it? Um, mm. Mentally, um, throughout all those massive challenges of strict lockdown. Things have changed and they're changing constantly. Um, and there are some easings going on for some people. There are not for others. And what it feels like now is that everyone is feeling very fractured and we've lost that collective sense of unity because for some of us nothing has changed so if you're an older person um, and you perhaps have underlying health issues pretty much there is no shift in your life since April but you could be someone who is back at work you could be someone who is able to see people now you know it is so inconsistent isn't it Mm -hmm. and it means that there isn't there isn't that sense of a collective experience. And so therefore we're all kind of splitting into these micro tiny groups. Yeah. I mean, it just adds to this, this, this confusion, as we were saying, you know, we don't know, nobody knows what the rules are anymore, but also just kind of, you know, everybody's life has changed so quickly. And I, and I think it's really hard because there there is a real lack of cohesion because now, you know, there was that saying at the beginning, wasn't it, which is a really nice one, which is same storm, different boats, which mm. is a way of acknowledging that everybody's going through something horrific, but that we're all going through a slightly different version of horrific. Yeah. And I think it's kind of, it's such an amplification of that, isn't it? It's not just different boats, it's you know completely fractured different dinghies on each boat yeah <laughs> different a, cabins let's talk to that metaphor let's really get in there oh yeah no i don't think we <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's i think it's died it's death, hasn't no, it? I, I can't i can't i can't do that to, to that poor metaphor. no all right no, i've run out of steam with that but not but my you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean it's kind of you know, are you back at work? Are you not? Are you on public transport? Are you not? Are you still shielding? Are you not? Are your kids at school? Are they not? Are they, you know, it's just everybody's life has changed so, so, so dramatically again and in such different ways that I think it is quite hard to find somebody. For some people, I think it's very hard to find someone who's having an, a similar pandemic experience to to, to ourselves, actually. Right yeah. Now. I think that's I think that's really true, actually. And that's something that wasn't the case at the beginning, because obviously, you know, we all talked about this whole idea of, you know, everyone's having an individual pandemic experience. But it was kind of drawn along very, you know, easy to understand lines of, I guess, age, um, the type of job you have, whether you've got kids or not, that kind of stuff. And now we're in a situation where even if you do have kids, some kids have gone back, some Mm. kids haven't. You know, so there's there's you can't just assume everyone is struggling with the same issues right now. Um, And I think that it for me, it feels it feels that it's fed into this slightly divisive atmosphere um, where the kind of feelings of goodwill that we were all putting towards our fellow humans if mm. not the government, right, mm-hmm. has, a, has a little bit sort of disappeared. It feels like it's dissolved away. Yes. And that is leading to a lot of kind of pent up, well, I don't know, behaviour. I don't know what you'd call it. <laughs> pent think, up stuff. 
stuff i think spilling over there's been a lot of overspill hasn't there there's been a lot of behavior there's been a lot of um you know the famous the famous thing that's uh, happened uh, most recently is the you know the overcrowding on bournemouth beach and people mm. having to close the dorset coast because there was just such a rush and um yeah by all accounts uh, uh quite a lot of very very unpleasant behavior where do you put that down to because obviously everyone was like you know it was boiling hot wasn't it people want to go but where does that line go of going well I want to go but I shouldn't but then thousands of people did and it all got it all seemed to get a bit out of control and and leery and and you know not particularly pleasant no, it was something quite feral about it, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> it was something really kind of, yeah, feral yeah. about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And where did, you know, why, why, okay, so why would, why would someone decide to do that when that we aren't 100% safe? There is no kind of, well, you're not going to get COVID, so you might as well go to speech. No, it's still out there. We know it's still out there. So why do people make that choice? Well, I mean, I think it's complicated. I think there are lots of reasons. Actually, I would really love to talk to someone who did and 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 find out exactly what was going on with them. But I mean, I think that there are, you know, the, the one that gets talked about a lot in media is this sense of exceptionalism. Like we adopt this sense of, well, I'm fine or I'm immune or I'm not going to get it or I'm not going to spread it or, you know, and we yeah. somehow make an exception of ourselves and therefore allow ourselves all kinds of unpermittable things so and I think that does exist I think that 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 can be part of it but I don't think it's by any means the full picture I think a a big part of it is just howling frustration actually and you know this enormous obviously you've been stuck indoors for what feels like a million years and suddenly it's a beautiful day and lockdown is easing I think the lack of clarity of communication around what you can and can't do hasn't helped because suddenly it's like well we can gather outside right so groups of 20 are now gathering outside because I keep seeing parties like, yeah, I keep seeing, like you know yeah. very you know massive huge outdoor parties of people gathering yeah. um and I I don't want to be I don't want to be like super judgy and like you're not doing it. But I'm just like I'm almost like I'm almost sort of impressed by people's gumption. I shouldn't say I that. I'm not saying I would do it. I'm too scared. I'm too much of a goody two shoes, right? <laughs> but I'm like, whoa, you really don't give a crap, do you? Yeah. You really don't give a shit anymore. But we don't know. That's the thing. We but we don't know if it's people not giving a shit or if it's people going, I'm fine. Or the other thing is that I think that this kind of the feral behaviour uh, and the kind of the, the 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 fairly outright law breaking, the kind of illegal raves and all of that kind of stuff. And I think that actually a big part of the appeal of this and this kind of feral behaviour is slightly what you're admiring. Actually, I think it's a big screw you. I think that people, mm. it's a massive kind of, you know, finger up. Uh, and you're kind of going, oh, look, it's, oh, that's rebellious. They're the that's, cool kids. They're the cool kids. They're the cool, they're the cool kids cool. at the playground. They're the cool kids. And we have our socks pulled up to our knees as yeah. per regulation. <laughs> and they've scrunched theirs down to the ankles. Oh, my God, that is so daring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that oh, one. there they are. There they are with their socks scrunched down <laughs> and not caring if they get in trouble. But the thing about that is I think I think that, gee, in some senses, I mean, it looks, it can look phenomenally reckless and it can look like this kind of very arrogant exceptionalism, which gets talked up in the press. Do you think it's more kind of, it's less outwardly arrogant, I'm special, you're not, I'm not going to get it, and more like a kind of internal 
gut instinct that to do something as a human that we have not been we've been told we're not allowed yes I really do I really think it's that and I think it's the de- I mean the thing that we've talked about before is a desperate 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 need for connection and mm. you know being frustrated and scared and lonely and then being told there's all kinds of things you can't do and then fractionally changing that message is a very very bad cocktail you know it's going to make people explode I mean people have been terrified Mm. you know people have been absolutely terrified and you know when you live with that level of underlying stress that incredible fear that loneliness that frustration it boils over it has to go somewhere and suddenly and we can't be surprised as it's spilling over because and I think a lot of this is kind of it it, it is the screw you and I think it's a really interesting thing because the need to go screw you is so there it's so powerful isn't it but who or what are we directing that at are we directing Cummings well yes okay (laughs) let's be honest and I'm just gonna and that's that's it line of inquiry shot because I think you might have found yeah him I'm certainly far from the first person to say this but you know Absolutely. I thought at the time when it was all kicking off, I was like, they're going to, he's going to stay in and he's going to stay in his position. And the impact that's going to have on people following the rules is going to be catastrophic because it, it makes all of us, you know, goody two shoes feel a little bit daft and silly. Yeah. And all the people who don't want to be, you know, who aren't naturally a goody two shoes and, you know, want to, want to go and do what they would like, go well fuck you then you know he can do it why can't I and it's a very simple argument but it's also quite a compelling one isn't it it is but I think the difficulty with it is is it's very very not rational uh Mm. in this situation and obviously it comes from a deeply deeply emotional place which is you know why I'm kind of slightly resistant to kind of easy answers because I think you know the rational thing to do here is to examine the rules work out what you're allowed to do, then work Mm. out what you feel comfortable with doing. Think about the impact your actions could have on your wider life. So are you a carer for somebody who is shielding or something? And then choose your, proceed accordingly, right? Uh, And, but I think the emotional thing to do, the thing that happens when people have been pent up and, you know, restricted for too long, is it just all the rationality and all the logic and all the responsibility flies out of the window and we need to push back against something. And we may think we're pushing back against, I don't know, lockdown or the government or something, mm. but actually, ultimately the, the difficulty with this is, and that's why it gets so much kind of finger pointing, is that it's, it's potentially quite self-destructive, isn't it? Well, yeah, you could obviously end up getting very, very ill. Or making, yeah, or making someone else very, or making very someone Ill. else ill. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're quite yeah. It's it's that it's that thing where emotion is overrid, overridden, overridded. What's the part? <laughs> Overrode. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an English degree for Back God's sake. Overridden with your socks pulled up to your knees. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's oh dearie me. Right. So it's it is it's emotion overriding. Yeah. rationale which happens yeah. a lot you know we're, we're humans oh, aren't we yeah. this this happens all the bloody time oh, yeah. um but when it's done in such a febrile atmosphere yeah. which we're still in we're still in a very highly charged state because it's still there the, the mm. you know the, the disease is still there you've you made a really good point this finger pointing thing 
Oh. And because, so, you know, because the, because COVID is still out there, because we're now fractured in the sense of we're all having very, very different pandemics because some of us are able to go out and about, some of us are still not. There's millions of different, like, you know, gradations. Mm. There is becoming this kind of ang- very angry, judgmental, even more judgmental than normal climate of feeling furious about other people and so for example so for example with the Bournemouth beach thing Mm. um or any kind of big gathering there obviously people raging about it Mm. but then there were some people arguing on the other side going stop judging these are you know these young people because obviously i think it was mainly a lot of young people you know these young people who are super low risk have been boiling you know boiling over Mm. with frustration they just want to get out there Mm. can we stop all that like aggression Mm. and why is there so much appetite for shaming over this now i think it's it's something that we've always done, right? It's kind of it's 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 another it's another thing that human beings like to do. We like you know witch hunts, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, just it goes back quite a long way, and you see it quite a lot um, on the internet where people are slightly kind of thought policing each other as well, constantly, yeah, often, yeah, 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 and shaming yeah. people for you know having differences of opinion. And all of that kind of stuff. It's a very, very human, it, it's a human instinct. And it comes from a need to, I think, it, taken to its extreme, it's about claiming power. Um, and say, but I think it just comes from a kind of, I need to feel certainty. So it mm. feels, so for example, right now, take the illegal rave thing. Now, I have to say, you know, rather like you admiring some of the people having parties, I'm a little envious of the illegal ravers uh i because i really like the idea <laughs> i really like the idea of going out and having a few drinks and dancing around to the early hours to some very very loud music with some friends and yeah. coming home at a stupid time i you know i actually really really love that idea and I, to be honest i would quite like to do it um and so I, I feel a, a complicated set of feelings towards the illegal ravers because on the one hand, I'm like, oh, are you sure that's a good idea, kids? And on another, I'm like, oh, quite, take me with you. Um, yeah, but can I come? <laughs> can I come? Can I come? Uh, the answer to which is they don't want me there. But uh, so no. But, um, but the thing is that I think that were I less comfortable with those feelings of envy, then I might turn them into a big tut, 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 tut and a need to kind of ground myself in my certainty because envy is quite uncomfortable, right? It's not, doesn't mm. feel like good. Uh, and I might just turn it into, well, you should know better. And da, 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 da. And I could become very How hectic. dare these people? Dare you? Dare and I could claim, yeah, and I could comfortably sit here. We could both sit, you know, we can. It's very easy to claim the moral high ground, I'm older and I know better, and you're you know, idiotic, and you're going to get us yep. all killed. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. Yep. Well, that feels really lovely, doesn't it? There we go. Delivering a lecture from a place of great certainty. Well, I feel quite. I feel quite good. I feel grown up. You know? Where did I hear this? Because it's definitely not my saying. But yeah. I don't know if it was you or someone else. But saying there is no more satisfying human emotion than righteous anger oh I does I, I wish that was me because that's that's so good I, I can't you know it. it feels so good oh, to go how, yeah how could they do this oh, how could they be so thoughtless and selfish you know and having that moral certainty and having that anger 
I'm putting and obviously people yeah. put it out there constantly now yeah. yeah and actually what we're doing is 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 I mean you know yes it was illegal la 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 it probably made very very uncomfortable but there may well be a degree of people uh uh, uh pissing on someone else's fun actually <laughs> <laughs> Because we're all frustrated and pent up and we aren't having anything like enough fun. And so we see people having fun and we want to just take them down a peg or three. And so, you know, and it feels much better than sitting here going, oh, I wish I was having fun. Yeah. really sad because I'm not having any fun, you know. So what is this all doing to us then, this whole... Oh, it's confusing. (laughs) It's confusing the hell out of us. I don't isn't know it? anymore. I don't know anymore. You know, are we are we in lockdown? Are we not? No one really knows. But you know, for some of us, we are. For some of us, we're not. And it all it just means that there it, there doesn't feel that there's that sense of unity. No, and there isn't because we're in dangerous personal, not dangerous, but we're in personal choice territory, where mm. we all now have to stand or fall by our own personal choices. And personal choices are always going to be tricky, right? They are weighing up the least worst options a lot of the time and how much risk we can bear to absorb or, you know, understand versus our own intense emotional human needs. That's a really good, what you just said there about personal choice then, it actually encapsulates exactly what I've been feeling, which is, Mm. you know, we can see each other a bit more now and we can meet up with people outdoors and do these things. And you know, people that I have seen or spoken to, everyone is going out about this or about their lives in a different way. And that's not necessarily because of the scientific truth about their risk. It's to do with their personality. Mm. And like we were saying, you know, mm. all these people going down, you know, the people breaking the rules are probably, you know, less, you know, a bit more out there and and less worried about, you know, being being the rule breakers than I or you perhaps you know everyone is now interpreting because the rules are so confusing and they've changed there is an element of personal interpretation as to what your actual risk is and then you change your behavior accordingly and that is meaning that when we come up against people or sorry not come up against when we meet people or encounter people it's freighted with so much it's almost like I have to relearn okay well if I'm going to go and see so-and-so are they going to be really conscious about stuff? And do I have to be more socially distanced than I might be otherwise? Or if I see so-and-so who's really relaxed and not worried about it? Because, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's uh, quite you know, a tricky thing to navigate. And and what I heard there as you were talking was I just had, I was just thinking, oh, my God, that's a lot of work. You're yeah. doing, we are, you, we, us, everybody. Wow. That, I mean, that's the thing to have to navigate, Right. And we're mm. doing it all for the first time. So the gradient is steeper. It's harder to learn. We're not in our groove. We don't understand. We don't know where we do, what we're doing. You know, that's an awful lot of work before you've even set foot outside your house. Or said hello, you know, or done yeah. whatever. I mean, you know, that's a huge amount of, in many ways, it's, you know, it, there's different things, aren't there? Different challenges with every stage. But I think when things were earlier on, the, it was so clear what you should and shouldn't be doing. And it didn't matter what your personal circumstances were. Yeah, yeah. Everyone had to follow the same rules. Yeah, but now you're right. It becomes a matter of personal choice and personality 
and very personality driven and and emotional need I would argue I would chuck that in as well which is just to just to complicate things further just to make things even more unpredictable you know Mm. if you've got personal choice underlying personality and where you are currently with your emotional needs bearing in mind that you've probably been quite deprived of quite a lot of them for three months Mm. oh I don't know I don't know what how on earth we're meant to um it's quite hard to to make to make good decisions I think uh for 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 a great many of us under that and I don't know I mean I think it's much easier to shame and to point fingers than to sit here and go actually I'm finding it really hard to make good decisions right now because I'm in a stew of unmet Mm. emotional need uh, my underlying personality and some great deal of confusion around personal choice and guidelines. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't say. <laughs> yeah. That's just not going to be a conversation that people are going to have, are they? Well, no, because it's long and wordy and boring. But, you know, but it, but it's true, though. I mean, that's where I am. I'm like, well, I don't know what to do for the best because I'm sitting in this, like so many other people sitting in this stew of um, of stuff. I just, you know, and and for some of us are going to, retreat even further bolting the door even tighter now because I'm so confused and Mm. for some people are just going to explode and other people are going to judge and we've all got to go somewhere with this really hard to hold cocktail of thoughts and feelings. In terms of trying to deal with it is it just about being a bit more sensitive and thoughtful to other people's scenarios or other people's not scenarios other people's approach to it because it's really easy yeah. at the moment to be just to be kind of cross at other people even if you know even if it's not it's not just the people going out down to the beach it's you know people maybe you think some people are being overly cautious yeah. you know and, and oh, doing yes, something yes, you sure. know and so it's it's but it's always a reflection on you isn't it you're always it's always coming back to what you your the choices you've made it's like having a bloody baby right oh my god yes okay you have a baby and then obviously everyone is your advice. Everyone knows better. Everyone can tell you stuff to do. Yes. Um, and which is epically annoying, obviously. God, it's tedious. It's tedious. <laughs> but, so tiring. And then you also have that whole thing with, with friends and everyone chooses to do stuff differently. Yeah. And sometimes it can be tricky because it can feel that if someone's making a very different choice than you are, say for like, you know, getting a baby to sleep, it feels like they're judge. It feels like a personal judgment on what yeah. you've decided to do because they're taking the opposite approach. Yeah, and this feels maybe not so loaded with you know pregnancy hormones, obviously, mm. but I think we've got lockdown hormones. Oh my god! Um, yeah, and this feels the same, doesn't it? That that there's so much freight. You know, everything is so freighted with. Well, so and so, who's my age, and also they've gone off and done this. So what does that say about what I'm doing? Are they saying I'm an idiot? Yeah, exactly. And I think the crossness is a combination of things. I think it's a projection. Like, I think it's like, you know, we are cross with other people because we're really um, angry because we've had to put our lives on hold for three months and we're scared. And so we're angry. So we're projecting. So we're going, you people on the beach, you, you, you know, and and so Mm. we're getting angry, angry with them. And that uncertainty, you know, that kind of, well, that judginess that comes from us being quite uncertain ourselves because we here we are being presented with lots of different models lots of different mo's lots of different ways of going about things and it's confusing because we don't know where we are we don't have our own sense of solid ground 
So, and if mm. we felt more certain, if, for example, if we had a little bit more certainty, if we were able to settle on a position and stay there, then we'd probably feel less vulnerable to sort of comparison and and that sort of that implied criticism that we can sometimes feel when somebody's doing something a bit differently, which isn't. It, it's just other people are doing it differently. And I think, I mean, I think the thing is, it's it's really hard to know how to proceed with this, isn't it? Because it's it's so 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 uncertain and i think the only thing one of the kinder sent you know given that i tend to think we need to operate on a basis of what's the most humane choice mm. in in all of this always if we're talking about mental health then you really got to think about what's kind and what's humane and that has to be the um you know the your your guiding star really if yeah. you're looking after yeah. your own mental health and I think the kindest thing here is to go, I'm really confused and I really don't understand and that is scaring me and maybe it's okay to be a bit scared. And also maybe to realise that what other people what other people are doing, whether that's what they're allowed to do, what they're choosing to do, yeah. is not about us. It's not it's about mm. them. It's about, it's you know, them. everyone's struggling with their own difficulties whether that is like yeah. pent-up frustration it just got to get yeah. out there or massive envy or whatever it is or yeah. and it's not about it's never about us you know people going down to the beach is not because I'm being a good girl they're not they're not sticking the finger up at me <laughs> they're not pointing at you and going nah, 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 nah. no they're <laughs> oh, it's all coming out Lizzie, on the beach. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry I just re-traumatized you my apologies um but no then they're, they're not doing that and I think the other thing is to acknowledge that we are all kind of autonomous adults basically and we all of us each and every one of us is now faced sometimes daily sometimes hourly with a set of really really difficult choices and I you know we tend to do the best we can in the circumstances mm. that we find ourselves in. And most people are motivated, very highly motivated to do that. As long as it doesn't mean I get a second lockdown. Yeah. Then I'll be cross. Yeah. Then I'll be very, very, very Ooh, cross. Yes. You and me both. I will be, yeah, I think incandescent, I think is the word. Oh God, let's not talk about it. We might make it happen. <laughs> Oh, I'm really superstitious. That's magical thinking, Becky. That is called magic. Oh, is it? Mm, I thought yeah. it was me being a, a crazy uh, obsessed, obsessed with superstitions person. No, it's you're a human being. We all do it. It's magical. Magical thinking. thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magical I like that. Thinking is the thing. If I take an umbrella, it won't rain. Ah. <laughs> okay. I'm definitely a magical thinker. Then I'm going to do some more right now. All right, Lucy. All right, Thanks right. again. Oh, lovely to see you. For trying to navigate through this absolute mess of a situation we're all in right now. It's a mess, isn't it? It's a mess and it's really hard. And I think, you know, we have to, if if we're going to be okay as individuals, if we're going to stay sane and, you know, then, then we have to take the most, the, the humane and the kind path and cut ourselves on each other a little bit of slack. Okay. Mm. Big slice of slack coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <Okay>. Yum. <laughs> it's so bland. Mm. <laughs> I know. It's not fun like anger, is it? It's not. That's no. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh. Rage, so much taste. Mm, it's delicious. Slack. Tasteless Ooh. slack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll All see you next time, Lucy. See you next time. Bye. 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 
Thanks for listening to How to Cope with Becky Howard and Lucy Clyde. If you enjoyed our podcast, please leave a review, like and subscribe. It makes a huge difference and we really appreciate it. The music is Cold Funk by Kevin MacLeod and used under a Creative Commons licence. You can follow us on Twitter too at, at cope underscore podcast. Thanks again and check in soon for the next episode of How to Cope. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.